Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning Zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is time to head to Arizona. It is time to talk to the uh, the skipper of the Royals, Matt Cotraro, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Good morning, Matt. How's it going? We're great, man. I heard you had to uh, out uh, out bike a coyote or something the other day on the way to, uh, to work. Uh, did they tell you this was going to be part of the job? Oh, man. I, it definitely got my heart rate up yesterday when I turned that corner and saw a couple of them. I, didn't, I don't know what the deal is. I'm going to get a short bat, though, and put it in my drink holder in case they come after me you got to protect yourself out there in the desert man one day it's coyotes the next day it could be a turtle i mean like you don't know what you're going to come across out there huh well if i have to protect myself from a turtle we might have more problems to deal with but well i don't know that was my first time you know it was dark and everything but yeah i definitely wasn't ready for it like <laughs> anybody would well be. we're looking for we've always looked wondered what you do with the fungo bat maybe that the, the fungo yeah. bat also <laughs> right. is a coyote deterrent i don't know yeah there you go do you ever carry the fungal bat in your back pocket during spring training, or is that just left to George Brett? I have not tried that, actually. I don't know. I haven't seen anybody do that, to be honest. Oh, really? Okay. Look at George. Every once in a while, he sticks that fungo in his back pocket. He walks okay. around with it. And so uh, okay. I, I was I was always impressed by, uh, by all of that. Hey, um, it was just a total random question, but that's how these interviews are going to be with us. So just bear with us for a minute. A.J. <laughs> a. Brown of the Eagles was wearing a Royals cap yesterday. And he was doing an interview on a podcast, and he was also, I obviously did the research on it, he was a 19th round pick of the Padres, plays outfield, and other than Kyler Murray, he's the only high school player to ever be an Under Armour All-Star in both baseball and football. And I'm like, oh, I'd like to see him here. Maybe he can play the outfield. But is there an athlete in another sport that you look at and you're like, man, that guy would be awesome in baseball. I'd love to see what he could do out there. Wow, that is a random question. <laughs> I... uh Thinking about that off the top of my head, man. Well, I mean, I you know you've seen Russell Wilson in spring training and stuff, so that that's an easy one. Um, they said he was they said he was a pretty good baseball player too. Um, I don't know from my time in uh, Cleveland, I was always curious to see what LeBron would be like out there. Uh, um, we had the we had the MMA. Uh, heavyweight champ Stipe Miocic come out and take BP with us and stuff, and he got a couple out of the park. So, you know, those are a few guys that pop up in my mind. Wow, that's uh, that's impressive. You put a couple out of the park. I don't care how big and strong you are. If you're doing that on a baseball field, man, that is tough to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a monster, man. He, he was a big dude. Really nice guy, too, but real, real, real strong in the box. Wow, that is awesome. I'd also, someone you want it. in the front of your bike when there's coyotes coming. Yeah. That's, <laughs> making all these notes to try to save you on the bike trail. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, what, what do you think so far? Who's in the best shape of their lives, as we like to say in spring training? <laughs> oh, yeah. I like those stories, right? right? When that's the the narrative every year. No, I mean, to be honest, I've been impressed <clears throat> just with the physicality of the guys. I mean, you know, they, the, the training in the winters and stuff is elevated to a new level, and Knock on wood, we didn't have anybody come in that anybody was worried about physically, and 
Um, you know, they all looked like they did their work in the off season, you know, whether it was playing winter ball or just working out in their, at their facilities or whatever. So we've been really lucky. And, and I actually have not heard that storyline yet. So I'm really happy about that. How did you approach, I guess, the, the, I guess, clean slate? I mean, did you watch a bunch of video on, on players before they arrived? Or are you taking it just as I will look at you as I see you or what I saw of you head to head? How did you go about the evaluation process heading in? Oh, well, I mean, the process of watching these guys never stops. Um, I did watch some video and I've seen a bunch of these guys play from the other side of the field, but you know, that's the past. And, you know, from my standpoint, it wasn't overly important to like get really ahead of watching them, you know, because so much of the work, the technical work that these guys do is not done with me at all. It's done with the pitching guys and the hitting guys infield, all the position coaches. So um, that's not really my forte is to dive into, you know, their mechanics or any of that stuff. We have discussions about that stuff in the office, but as far as for me, it was more, you know, I think I might've told you more just getting to know guys and the relationships and just talking to people really. I love the fact that you're like that as the manager of this team where you're like, look, I got pitching coaches. I got hitting coaches. These are the guys who got to get down in the nitty gritty and you leave it up to your coaches. I, I think that's a pretty good sign of a leader that like you hire the right people and let them do their jobs. Well, I mean, I think I'd be crazy to not do that. I mean, yeah. the, the game has evolved so much that, you know, with the technology and all, and these guys all have their own, well, I shouldn't say all of them, but most of them have their own, personal coaches in the off seasons or even through their agents or, you know, there's so many voices in their heads that it's a really difficult job for any of the position coaches to really get down and know what's going to be important to them and what they're already bringing with them as far as knowledge and, and ideas that other people are giving them and trying to distill that down so that when they go out on the field, they can be kind of freed up to just be the athletes that they are. And putting me in that mix, that would make it even more complicated. So more of what I do is discussions behind the scenes here with the coaches and see, see what kind of ideas we can come up with to help these guys. How much of an impact are you putting on? Like you guys made t-shirts about like throwing strikes. Why, why was that like so foreign to people? It wasn't, I mean, that's a message that's been delivered here in the past, you know, that's not secret sauce by any means. I mean, but, but that's something that, you know, like anything, when when you're away from, the team for a while you're away from your craft for the winter you know you're working on things but when you get back together it never hurts to refresh you know what's important to us and what what we think is a is going to make us take a step forward and um you know t-shirts are slogans and you know they don't go out there and the t-shirt doesn't go out there and perform but it just keeps on the front of your mind okay let's let's boil this down to what we think is the most important thing that we need to get better at and and go from there you know and and it might help with the central messaging that might may run through this camp and into the season and through the minor leagues. And, you know, it's not just a t-shirt. There's a lot of work that goes behind it in the, in the delivery, in the stats that back it up in the intent and the way that this is messaged, whether it's from mental skills to their actual, their actual, you know, bullpens and live VPs and all that kind of stuff. So we're, we're trying to make it a full scale 
approach that everybody can dive into. You know, it's it's I, I like it because it's very similar to to my advice to Nick Prado last year when he was struggling. I go see ball, hit ball. I swatted him on the ass. He went out there for two weeks and was on a heater and did great. And so I heard you say throw strikes. I'm like, this guy's right, Q's right in my alley. He might write my wheelhouse Just, here. See ball, hit ball, and throw strikes. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Sometimes see you in September. You make it simple, right? Well, if you could, if you could always keep it that simple that would be great right but all the failures and all the other pressures that seep into your mind obviously detract from that so that's 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 the ultimate goal for all these guys if you would ask them but it's just more stuff gets in the way how do you get rid of all that stuff though and, and really boil it down to the simple stuff I don't think you ever get rid of it you just try to manage it I mean you may think about how many thoughts go through your head on a daily basis, just driving in the car or about your show, or you try to go to sleep and you're thinking about what you're going to do the next day. And then you layer on trying to perform as an athlete at the highest level with, you know, tens of thousands of people in the stands and the media and social media and all that stuff that gets layered onto this. We just try to pull back as many of those layers as we can. And we've talked about it a few times. I, I think our role as coaches is to try to, let the air out a little bit and, and let the take the pressure off of these guys. Cause there's plenty on them, whether it's self or, or outside pressures, you know, and I, I view that as our role is to try to, you know, loosen the valve a little bit there and, and, and let them relax. Does that come from what you've heard from the players or mm-hmm. is this your kind of philosophy that you've adopted? No, I'm, well, we have conversations about it, but I, no one came to me and said, man, I, I feel like there's too much pressure on me. No, nobody, nobody said that. I mean, it's, it's just my experience and plenty of other people's experience that I've taken from, I'm, you know, it's not just my idea. Um, but, but that's how I see it that, you know, we all know life moves fast and there's a lot of things on these guys' minds and, you know, they all want to be the best they can be. And sometimes that just, you know, you get, it's great because it focuses you and drives you to do better, but it's sometimes you can't do better in that moment. You know, you just have to be happy with what you're able to do. And realizing the difference there is what I think keeps guys on the track. Talking to Matt Quattraro, the manager of the Royals from spring training. And John Sherman made a comment the other day about the position players being pretty good right now and then needing the pitching to kind of come along. Where do you see that kind of relationship? Like, are you happy with where the position players are? And, and you feel like he does like, hey, if we can get our pitching to come along and match our position players, we're going to put ourselves in some pretty good spots. Well, I think, I mean, that's that's uh, any team in, in this, any point in the season will say, we need good pitching. We need good pitching. I mean, that's what wins games. and Everybody knows that. Um, I think, you know, I didn't hear his exact comments, but I would think they have something to do that. We really believe in the talent of the pitchers that we have. And it's, you know, they've performed coming through the minor leagues. And now, you know, they're one, two, three years into their big league career. And, and they know this, that they're looking to take a step forward in their careers. And I think that's what he's referring to as far as the position players go. The great thing about these guys and the younger players is they got a taste of the big leagues, some with success last year, and they're not resting on, well, I'm a big leaguer now. No, they all understand that this is an ongoing process. You never have this figured out. Our position players are talented as well, but they all want to keep getting better, and that's what's important to me. Have you? Has there been anything so far that says this was not what I was expecting, making the transition from – uh, the the bench to the manager. 
the weather out here was not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not good out there? Are we getting some hail or something? We're uh, today we're looking at mid fifties with forty mile an hour winds, and uh, it was raining when we came in today. So. Not not the Chamber of Commerce day we were looking for today. No, that that is unacceptable. You need to go find the sun catchers down there and tell them they need to change this weather. Otherwise, you're not going to be happy. Yeah, we'll have to deal with it. And we're, we'll see what the schedule brings today. We might have to audible. Um, but is it, has it been any different for you moving into this role or something that's su- surprised you thus far? Or you know, like you take a new go? job, you're looking through the files, and you're like, oh, my God, they didn't tell me about this. <laughs> No, you know, I, th- I mean, I, you're never 100% prepared for a job until you're actually in it. Um, and, you know, this is a job that changes day to day. You know, there's there's all kinds of, you know, people think, you know, people come in with different things every day, whether it's positive, negative, you know, so and, you know, a big component that I've never done before is the media every day and, and you know, thinking on your feet when questions are asked, those kinds of things. You know, I, I have, I've never done that on an everyday basis. I had seen it, so it's not surprising, but it's something that I'm still getting used to. Yeah, and I think I probably will always be trying to continue to get used to it. Well, we're going to do a good job of kind of helping you with that because we're going to ask some random questions like we already started <laughs> with. And, 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 and I don't say that I have two more random ones, but I, I got some ones that are kind of out there. Watching the Chiefs celebration a week ago today, I, I know the Chiefs used the Royals in 15 as motivation. Do you see that and go, man, I we, we got to get this thing going and have something like that? That was spectacular. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, just to see those hundreds of thousands of people out there and, you know, there's plenty of videos and pictures I've seen from the, the Royals celebration too. And, you know, you see that the parades at the end of every season and whatever city it is that wins and, you know, just to be able to rally a community like that is just awesome, you know, and, you know, you, you can't play your season thinking about a parade at the end of it, you know, you, you just, that's not how you approach it. Um, you really have to dive into the day to day to get to that point. But yeah, absolutely. That would, be, that's awesome motivation. My final for you, Buck Showalter was quoted yesterday saying because of the pitch clock and the speeding up of the games, we may see the return of the bullpen car. Will you bring the bullpen car back to Kauffman (laughs) Stadium, please? Giant helmet. Those were awesome. Why did those go away? I don't know. You're you're more in the game than we are. Like what, what, what did somebody like fall or wreck it or something at one point in time? It might've been an energy crisis thing. I don't know when they canceled it. I have no idea, but we can probably get like a, Tesla bullpen car <laughs> or something, go. right? But yeah. yeah. Can I drive it? Like uh, some kind of tram. I have, <laughs> I don't even know why they, I remember him as a kid. I don't even really know when they went away. Well, I think, it, I think it's when relievers got into better shape and they didn't have to like waddle out to the mound. Right. <laughs> I have no idea. You, you sound like you got a better handle on this than me. <laughs> hey, look, I've studied this stuff. I want the bullpen car yeah, back and awesome. I want to drive the thing at Kaufman yeah. stadium. Can we make that happen? I don't see why not. Perfect. <clears throat> Love it. Matt, we appreciate the time this morning. Uh, enjoy the, uh, the the camp, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again before, before before camp breaks. I think we're 36 days away from opening day. All right, guys. Have a great day. All right, man. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today.
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.